0: Father, this morning we come to you. We come to you, Lord, because you alone have the words of life. We come to you for life. Cleanse our ears. With the blood of your son. That we may hear what you have to say. Anoint of our eyes. That we may see as you see. And as we two stand here to speak. I pray you cleanse our tongues. Our, our na, lips with fire. That our words may be acceptable in thy sight. Anointed by your spirit. And beneficial to those who hear. I surrender all of into Thy hands. We all need You, Lord. And this morning, We lift Your word. above everything else. They were pray there will be peace and stillness in everyone's heart that we might hear you lord Speak to God. us this morning For so in jesus name we pray amen, amen. amen. Uh, before i go into the word i will uh, make an announcement that we will have only one session today Long session. We'll go on till 1.30, 1.45, then I will release you for lunch and you can go home. I'm traveling in the evening, I'm going to North India, so I will miss my my transport <laughs> if I <laughs> north india <continue laughs> okay so only one session session long session so be prepared for that long session and okay. session amen amen and you know when um, god told noah to build the ark noah to odanu only one door It didn't have two doors, only one door. But it had different decks. Three decks. Three decks, stories. One door. Three stories. Everybody got in through the same door. But everybody once they got in, chose. Where they wanted to go. We all come through one door. After that we decide where to go. If you remember our classrooms when we were in school. Everyone came through the same door. But some sat in the front they sat in the front they listened carefully they took down everything and if you go back and check on them they are all in high positions in the government or private sector. Some sat in the middle. Some always chose to be at the back. And you go back and check who sat at the back. They are all still at the back. They are all still at the back. You see, everything, we, we are not made by our circumstances. We are not destroyed by our circumstances. We are all made by our choices. Our choices. And God has put a whole lot of information, knowledge about Him and His kingdom so that we can make Choices. That is the knowledge of God. Which comes through his word. So remember we are making choices. Even this morning we will make choices. That's why we will continue lifting this up. Because to make choices, you and I need real, true knowledge. So when the gospel according to John begins, it begins with this incredible statement, In the beginning was the word. Genesis 1 begins by, in the beginning, God. In John begins by, it says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. We will never understand who. God is if we don't have the revelation of God through his word. But that was not enough. Different prophets people came and spoke the word of God. It's still limited who God is. So John 1.14 says, The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. We saw his glory. What is God like if he became a human being? Jesus is a complete revelation of God to man. We are flesh. Angels are not flesh. So God became flesh. God was spirit, but God became flesh. And we the flesh, we beheld his glory, not the angels. The angels know him as spirit, so they know him better than we do. And we saw him full of grace and full of truth. And John in John 1 and verse 18 will say, John 1 and verse 18 will no one has seen God at any time. No one. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. The one who has seen, knows God completely is the Son. And he came among us and he declared God to us. So the complete declaration of who God is comes only through Jesus Christ. No prophet, no apostle, no evangelist, no teacher, no pastor can give a Complete revelation of God. Only Jesus. So when we come for the study of the word of God. We are not coming for knowledge. We are coming to know Jesus. That's why after resurrection scripture says. He opened their eyes and showed them from scriptures. Who he is. In Revelation 19 and verse 13, you will see the revelation of Jesus before He comes for the final war. We see Him coming. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the Word of God. We are all here. Most of us are servants of God. We come from... Different backgrounds. There are Baptists here. Baptist CSI, CSI. Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Pentecostals. Pentecostal. Different groups among Pentecostals. Those who have come from Catholic background. It doesn't matter. We have only been one given one word and one saviour. Ultimately, we must come to that word. We do not let our denomination determine who God is. We allow the word of God to determine who God is. This is this month. This, this month is the 500 years of the Protestant Reformation. How did the Word of God come back? Because one man came back to the Word of God? And his statement was sola scriptura, which in Latin means only the word of God. There is the Latin line, Vassalodundi, He lifted this up above everything that his church taught him. That's why we are here. God God used 500 years ago one man to come back to the word of God. One man to come back to the word of God. That is faith. Romans 10, 17 says, We all know it very well. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Look at this carefully. Because sometimes people mistake and say, Faith comes from the word of God. No. Faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. Hearing from the word of God. We hear the word of God. I preach the word of God. But still in that God has to speak. That's what the Holy Spirit will continuously say. All those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit of God says. This is continuously there in the Bible. If If you turn to Acts chapter 7 verses 2
1: to 4, Anda please cipen, cipen వినుడి మన Abrahamu, Aran Amen. so if you go there, if you go to verse two, God appeared
0: to Abraham. God said to him, spoke to him. Now we have the written word. We can live by the principles of the word. But God still speaks through that to us. God spoke. Abraham heard. Abraham obeyed. That is faith. God is a God who still speaks. Abraham had to hear. Abraham had to obey. And faith begins. You will see this constant. Word of God may not be there. It may be lost. And like Martin Luther, a priest had a copy. He read his copy. God spoke to him. And everything that the church taught him was contradictory to what God was telling him from the word. So he stood alone on the word of God. You will see in the Bible, you will see examples like this. Israel, Judah, all have gone far away from God. Ele foi eu. Land is full of idolatry. And when young boy becomes king. When he becomes king he is only 8 years old. Ten, 10 years pass away. 10 is always the number of God's judgment. He is 18 years old. He actually sends an official to the temple to check about the money. And the priest tells his official go tell the king while we are looking inside the temple we found the book of the law. Go give it to the king. This man brings the Bible, the Torah, the law to the king. And he reads to the king. The word of God is being heard by a king probably for the first time in his life. And you have to see his response in 2 Kings chapter 22 verses 10 to 13.
1: Orang Raju lakukan, Raju 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 మికాయ కుమారుడైన అగ్బోరును షపాను అను శాస్త్రని అసయ అను రాజసేవకులలో ఒకని పిలిచి ఆజ్ఞాపించినది ఏమనగా మీరు పొయి తరువాత రాజు యాజకుడు మీరు పొయి దొరికిన ఈ గ్రంథపు మాటలను జనల విషయంలోను యూదా వారందరి విషయంలోను యెహోయత ਵਿਚారన చేయడి మన పితరులు తమ విషయంలో రాయబడి ఉన్న దనంతటి ప్రకారము చేయక ఈ గ్రంథపు మాటలను విన్నవారై Say young king.
2: He
0: hears the law. He hears the word. Nothing wrong in the kingdom. Everything is going on fine. But he knows what is happening is contrary to the word of god and he first responds his tears his clothes life might be okay for us. We have our houses. We have our money. We have our three meals. Children may be studying well. That is not the point. Is our life aligned with what the word demands from us? Are our churches, our doctrines aligning with what the word of God demands? So we have to come back always to the word. So he heard the word. And, and Bonded in obedience and in repentance. This is true faith. true faith. will always come back in repentance and in obedience. Then only it becomes life. We don't gather around the word for knowledge it doesn't change anybody. Knowledge has to lead to repentance and to obedience. Josiah reacted differently. Because we want we, we misunderstand what faith is. Faith has many, many, many parts. One part of faith is, faith is how we receive from God. Starting with our salvation. We are saved by grace. But through faith. When there is no faith, grace won't come in. So we need faith to receive from God. But that's only one part of faith. So Jesus will always when you see he will always have different questions to different people. So in scriptures you will see he's in one place. Two blindfold men follow him. He goes into a room. They follow him. So you will see in Matthew 9. Jesus will ask them, Yes, I God Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I can do this? They want their sight. They're calling him David, son of God, have mercy on us. So Jesus now asks the question to them. He puts it on us. You have come to me for something. But my question to you is, do you believe that I can do this? They said, yes Lord. He touched their eyes. And then he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. He didn't say, according to my faith, let it be. He says according to your faith. So what does it mean? We see only in accordance to our faith we have very little faith we see very little as you grow in faith we see better and better who god is what kind of a person he is so faith is the key that's why god always talks about faith in another instance we know about that man his name is this is Bartimus. he is also blind he also cries out and Jesus asks him this is in Mark 10 what do you want me to do for you now he doesn't ask him I put, I put, I I do you believe? I can do this. Why these two different questions? Why these two different questions? The reason is He knows our hearts. And he asked questions differently to these two different sets of people. He asked Bartimaeus, do you? He didn't say, do you believe? He said, what do you want me to do for you? Because Jesus looked in and knew he has the faith. And scripture says, I may receive my sight. Jesus says, go your way. Your faith has healed you. He doesn't tell him, let it be according to your faith. He says your faith has healed you. What is the difference between these two blind The other two blind men will receive their sight and go away. He will follow Jesus on the road. One goes away, receives the miracle, goes away. Other receives the miracle and continues following uh, Jesus. Their faith was not the same. Outwardly when look, all three are blind. But inwardly if you look in your hearts, their faith is different. So God is saying, Test your faith today. Don't look at your faith by saying, Yes, I received this, I received this, I received God, answered this prayer. That is not the point. Has my faith caused me to follow Him more and more? Then our eyes are really opening. That is why we have to, to examine our faith. We will have to turn there because we have seen it over many months. God tells, Paul tells in the letter to Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 13.5, Examine your faith, examine yourself, test yourself. Whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. So every 30 days we gather here. As an examination we test. Have I grown in my faith? In 30 days, or only in knowledge? Have I grown in my obedience? Am I following Him more closely today, the 14th of October, than the second Saturday of September? October second Saturday kante inka growth in faith is possible. All the way till our last breath. So that is the key. When God uses the word faith, he is not talking in terms of religion. In English when we say Hindu faith, Muslim faith, Christian faith, it means religion, not the Bible. That is a religion. It has its rules. And you can follow it. So if one says I'm a Baptist, that is religion, not faith. When it comes to faith, scripture says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. The problem is, religion is easy. Ten rules. If you keep it, You are part of that religion. Faith is different. The minute you have heard from God, you have to make a choice. Have to make a choice. To obey or turn back. There is no third choice. To obey or to disobey. It's not like religion. Faith demands a response. Religion doesn't demand a response. Religion means you just keep these rules, that's all. Faith demands a response every day. So when we come to the most famous text when it comes to faith
1: is Hebrews 11 and verse 6. Ashajamo. Amen.
0: Without faith, I tell people, circle this, impossible and please. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And he who comes to God must believe. In English, it is this way, that He is. English, he, he is now. Not he was. In religion he was. He was. He's Stuck. You ask the Jew. Who is Yahweh? Yahweh, Ten commandments. Stuck. In faith. You are getting to know him each day. He is. But. He will only reveal himself to you and me, if we diligently not seek things from him, but seek him. Two blind men sought sight. Healing. They received it. They were satisfied. and They walked and went away. They also sought for away. But when his eyes were opened, he wasn't satisfied with his healing. He followed the healer. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Why are Christians so miserable? We have the living God. We have God. the living Word. We have the living Spirit. Everything is supposed to be living. But our misery is because we are not seeking Him. Either we got stuck in a religion we got stuck in a religion Whatever our denomination is. Or we are only seeking things from him. Some we get, some we don't get. But we are not earnestly, diligently seeking the person of Christ. So once... You are a child of God. We should be on the road to discipleship. And our minds should be consumed with this thought. How do I please Him? How do I please Him? How do I please Him? Scripture is very clear, without faith it is impossible to please God. And faith doesn't come from the Word of God. Faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. Hearing and hearing from the word of God. One thing we know about Jesus. Over and over scripture says. In Matthew 3 verse 17 scripture says. The father is speaking from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. well pleased. sam in matthew 12 verse 18 12 12
1: and verse 18 do we have it or we don't have it? Now he is
0: fulfilling a prophecy from the Old Testament. My beloved whom my soul is well pleased. In Matthew 17 verse 5. That is the Mount of Transfiguration.
1: There a voice
0: came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son
1: in whom I am well pleased. Him. Constantly we hear about one person in
0: the Bible, the father is well pleased with him. So the, so the question is. How did he please his father?
2: Why
0: was his father so pleased with him? He himself gives the answer. John 8 and verse 29. He who sent me is with me for the father has not left me alone for I always do those things that please him. I know, I always do, not sometimes or most of the time, I always do the things that please him. it's interesting the, the son does only the things that pleases the father and the father is well pleased with him and what is the result of it on earth for jesus who is on the earth who is in the flesh? <laughs> what is the result? The father is always with me. He has never left me alone. Says I always experience the presence of my father because I always do the things that please him. says I always experience the presence of my father because I always do the things that please him. How does he do the things that please? He also say, Lord, I also want to please. How did you do the things that please him? You know, he gives that answer also. John chapter 5 and verse 19. Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly i say to you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father
1: do for whatever he does the son also does in like manner <laughs>
0: He says, I don't do anything on my own. I watch my father. From eternity to eternity, I have seen my father. I have seen how he does things. Now I am on earth. I walk by faith. I've seen how my father does things and I do it in a like manner. And therefore the father is well pleased with Are me. Are getting the picture? That is the reason whether personally we studying the word or listening to the word or coming for a meeting like this. The only primary reason should be Lord I want to please you speak to me. There are two sides to pleasing somebody. If my child has to please me, okay, well, 1. Do the things I tell you. 2. Don't do the things I told you don't do. 2 sides. Do what I tell you. Don't do. In both of this you can reach to perfection. You can do what is told sloppily. Sloppily means in a very lazy manner. Or you can do it to the best of your ability. That is what God says in the book of Raymond. Be excellent in what is good. Excellent. Be Innocent concerning what is evil. Both are there. The things which I have asked you to do, keep on excelling. Keep on excelling. Things I told you not to do. Be more and more innocent about them. Two things. That's how we please. The pattern is same from the beginning in the Bible. For us, our beginning is not in Genesis 1. It is in Genesis 2. One is general creation. 2 is focusing on man. So when Adam is created, Eve is not there. Adam is created. Look at what God tells first. In Genesis 2, 15 to 17. (ELL)
1: మరియు దేవుడైన యెహోవా తీసుకొని ఏదేను తోటను సైద్ధపచ్చటకును దాని కాచుటకును దానిలో ఉంచెను మరియు అయితే నీ
0: If you go to verse 15. He didn't tell him to eat first. He told him to work first. We would like to eat first. But that's not God's order. He put him in the garden and told him. Tend the garden and keep it. Do this. Do this. And if you do this. You will please me. Then he told him. You need to eat. You can eat all from any tree here. Freely eat. But. Verse 17. It's one tree. He said don't eat from that tree. So to please God there are the dues which he did. He took care of the garden. He tended of the garden. He ate from all the trees whichever he liked. But he still displeased God. Why did he displease God? He displeased God not by obeying the things God told him to do by disobeying what God said, don't do. Do you see this a pattern? Always. How do you please God? For Adam and Eve? You could do all these things. Do it well every evening Jesus will come to the garden and he will take a look and says how did you take care of it so it's daily it's a daily walk with God. It's a daily inspection by God. And from the silence of scripture, God never says you've messed up the garden. So from that we know Adam did a good job. Adam did a good job. So God is pleased with his work. But why is he displeased? Displeased by one thing which he told him don't do. So when God speaks to us, he will say, don't do this, do this, or do this, don't do this, both matter. Thousands of years later, the law is given. Through Moses. One nation is God's people. Adam was God's son. God told Adam this is what you have to do. Now Israel is God's son. God gives them primarily 10 commandments. 10 commandments. Divided into 8 and 2. Don't do, 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 do, don't 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 do, do, don't don't do, don't don't do, don't But when man falls, sin increases, more like don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. Eight don'ts, two do's. Same, now the children grow up, don't, 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 don't. (laughs) When pastor has come for the meeting? Pastor Gark say I tell you, don't, 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 don't. One do. Sit down and listen. All the others don't. That's how we please God. It's only two do's keep the Sabbath holy, honor your father and mother, all the others don't do. Then, centuries later, the church begins. All the believers in the church were Yehudi. Jewish. All Yehudi. So they already know the law. The principles of the law. The letter of the law. And now the apostles have to teach the spirit of the law. You know what spirit is? Uh, we say Atma but if you go to the liquor shop they will give you spirit. <laughs> How is that spirit made? Many things are taken. And they are crushed. They are processed. They are sealed. Separated. Finally you will get the spirit. And the spirit will be transparent. Clear. So many things were taken. After the process. You get the spirit. So like that God gave the law. You take all the law. You crush it. You process it you take the spirit out. you know what it is? Jesus said, what does the law say? Love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is the spirit of the law. Thou shall not kill. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit
2: adultery. Thou shalt not
0: commit covet. What is all that? Dharma Shastra Love your neighbor as your soul. Don't harm him. Do you want anybody to kill you? Do you want anybody to steal from you? Do you want anybody to sleep with your wife? Do you want anybody to take your property? No, everybody will say. God says, love your neighbor the same way. That is the spirit of the law. Love God with all your heart. Love man your neighbour as yourself. So the apostles all are Jewish. All the believers are Jewish. Then Gentiles started coming. From Samaria the Gentiles came. When the Gentiles come, they are very simple young believers. So the Jerusalem council is wondering what to do with them. Jewish believer is easy. They know. what's their heritage. A Gentile believer is difficult. Those of us who came from Christian background went to church never were saved. Once we got saved it was easier because we are always in the church. But when somebody comes from a Hindu or a Muslim background it's completely new for them. So churches don't put pressure on them. So gave them three rules. Three rules. You know what is the three rules? In the, in the book, book of Acts, Acts. In chapter 15. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. That you abstain from things offered to idols. From blood and things strangled, and from sexual
1: morality. If you keep yourself free from this, you will do well. Yeah. Vikramanu ka apincha vartne, raktamanu guntipiski champina darne, jaratamanu visarimpovalanu. I awashyame na varti kante ekko na ye baaramnu me me da mohbo korada ne. Parshudatmakonu maagonu docheno. Viteke dhoramuga onneta ko jagrataparti ra adhmiik mailu. Three things. You have
0: come from idolatry. Don't eat anything that has been given to Vigrams. You don't understand the mystery of the blood, so don't eat anything in which there is blood. Your culture... All pagan culture, Corinth, Thessalonica, all pagan culture, and prostitution, sexual immorality is part of your culture. part of your culture. God says offer your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable. The devil says offer your body for sexual immorality. That's the difference. All ancient cultures had temple prostitutes. So when Israel went to idolatry you will see all the temple prostitutes and sodomites were all there and it takes somebody like Josiah to come and finish them all out. So three rules. the question is this. Can you the being a Christian with these three rules? Are you a Christian? Yes. why why I don't eat anything offered to idols. I don't eat blood. And I keep myself free from sexual immorality. You begin there. But you have to grow to please the God who saved you. So you will see to please God there are the do's. And there are the don't. That that is how we grow in faith. But faith comes from hearing. And when you hear, we have choices to make. We either choose to obey, then our faith pleases god if we we'll hear and disobey we displease god that is how our life is framed remember faith is the key don't only use the faith like those two blind men to receive from God, but use faith like Bartima's to receive and follow after God. All of us expectations. In life we have expectations. Everybody alive in the world has expectations. You all have expectations. The question is, where did our expectations come from? In 2 Corinthians 5-7, God separates this. We walk by faith and not by sight. Seven. Is it seven or eight? Yeah, in Telugu it's in 5-8. What does it say? ah is 5-6. There are two things. One, we walk by faith. Two, we don't walk by sight. I think we don't walk by sight. It's not that we walk by faith and walk by sight, we walk by faith and don't walk by sight. So the question is, we all have expectations. As all the men sitting here, you have expectations as men. All who are ex- men who are married, you have expectations as husbands. All men who are fathers have expectations as fathers. And all who are pastors or in the ministry have expectations as pastors. The question is this: Where does your expectations come from? Did it come by faith? Or Did it come by sight? Did it come by faith? Did it come by sight? This is a dangerous area. You can have an expectation that is by sight. And try to pump faith to get it. You could have an expectation that is by faith. And try to get it by sight. Both are wrong. Both are wrong. Both are wrong. You have to receive your expectations by faith. And our expectations have to be fulfilled by faith alone. That is what the writer of Hebrews will say in Hebrews 12 and verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. Yeah, please read.
1: Manamu. Manamu sloga, chukla, chukla uh-huh. yu, na, uh-huh. that's enough. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. Not at the
0: world. At the revelation of the father that comes through the son. He is the exact representation of the father. Keep your eyes fixed on him. Who is he? He is the author of our faith. Not only the author, he is also the finisher of our faith. Author and finisher. When I have an expectation? It should have been from faith. Faith comes from hearing. Hearing from the word of God. Abraham, Abraham. arise. Go to the land I'm showing you. Where does his expectation come from? It is by faith. It is by faith. It is by faith. And then he says, I am blessing you. In blessing you shall be blessed. Now, how will it come? It can come by sight. Or it can come by faith. So Abraham and Sarah decide we have no children. God has promised we need to work it out. And they bring the promise of God through sight. And God said Ishmael is not acceptable. Hindi promises a son. Yes.
2: Guess, Here is
0: Ishmael. Go Ishmael. Bless him also. God says no. I am also the author and the finisher of your faith. I am the author and the finisher of your faith many 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 servants of get frustrated in ministry because they begin with god and they move into sight our expectations must come only from god and then we cannot and also we cannot go into the word of god and pick and choose what we like the Bible is not a buffet. <laughs> buffet you know you can choose. Buffet Bible is where God serves. Genesis 1 Revelation 22, 21. Full course. We don't pick and choose. And our faith will go into sight. Be very careful. Everything is the author. Many pastors. Many, many. They get disappointed with their children. They get upset with God. God, I've been they praying that my son will be an engineer. They never went and asked. God what their son should be. As soon as Rebecca conceived and the children started moving the first thing she does is go to God and ask what is happening here. Destiny is very very clear. Destiny is very very clear. Jacob had 10 sons. <laughs> Sons. He loved Joseph. And Joseph was a good boy. And He, he specially blessed him. Because he was walking inside. One day he is blind. But faith sees. And he is blessing his son. <laughs> Reuben, Simeon, Simeon levi all the sons but he doesn't stop at joseph He stops at judah he says the scepter will come from judah the scepter will come from judah he didn't say it will come from Joseph. Oh, he's the one I love. He's the one who is so good. He's the one who saved all of us. Oh, Bamalanda Judah. Understand the purposes of God. Because we have an expectation should come from God and not from man. Because he's not just the author; he's also the finisher of our faith. When we begin something Young once in the ministry, be very sure it was started by God and not by us. He should be the author. He should be the author many 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 ministries the author is not god author is man aneka parisharallo demura devudu kartaga unnadu kani manushe kartaga pradhama ga untadu punish the people to fulfill their vision. But when God started Abraham. God started Moses, Moses. There is no pressure on Moses. Because God is the author. If God began. It doesn't matter where his congregation is. Even if it is in the wilderness, they will be taken care of because God began. One thing Moses has to do, be very careful to listen and obey. You know why the congregation never perished for 40 years? No, God was not Pleased with them. That's what scripture says he was not pleased with them. You know why, why they didn't they perish? Because God was pleased with their pastor. That man chose to listen and obey in all circumstances. So God took care of the congregation. Though he did not take them into the promised land, he took care of them for 40 years because he says your leader is an obedient man. So, so whatever begins in our life, let Christ be the author. You need to be very very clear. God spoke to me. It is not that I have a vision, I have an aim, I have a dream, and I am going to do it. And I'm going to apply biblical principles to it. I will establish in biblical principles. Oh, because but, that is not how it begins. It begins with God. When our forefather was in the earth of the Chaldeans, God appeared to him and he spoke saying, Abraham, leave. God appeared, spoke to Noah and said, Noah, build. In the midst of wilderness and famine, God spoke to Isaac and said, plant. Joseph is in Egypt. He is prince of Egypt he is prospering in Egypt till Jacob goes to the altar and asks God what should I do his sight is pulling him 21 years my son is alive. My heart is pulling me to Egypt. But this work was begun by God. It has to be finished by God. he comes to the altar and asks, Oh Lord, what should I do? The Lord says, Go to Egypt. You will go as a small group. You okay, will come, come out as a large nation. This is from me. Look in the Bible. Faith always began with God. It doesn't begin with man. He the author. And many have started with God. But they don't continue with God. Continue with God. When it becomes very tight, nothing seems to be happening. So scripture says, after Abraham was in the promised land for 10 years, then Sarah said, then Sarah said, then, Sarah, Sarah. Let us help God out. There is a servant made. Sometimes nothing will happen in our ministry. It is from God. You may be obedient. But, but nothing is happening. God is saying, will you wait until I move? If I started it, I am testing you to see whether you will see I will finish it also. If the if the, the test, test for Abraham was 10 years. The test for Isaac was 20 years. For 20 years Rebecca did not conceive. And Isaac waited. Because God is the author. After 20 years, Rebecca conceived. Are we seeing it? Sometimes we are not willing to wait. Because we are not willing to wait, instead of God's blessing, Isaac, we get ishmael And ishmael becomes a stumbling block every day ishmael we created it in the name of god in the, In the name of God. Ishmael has become a stumbling block. The problem is we love Ishmael. Because we know it is our creation. And like Abraham will say, Lord bless my ministry. Bless my ministry. If it is his ministry, you never have to tell him, bless your ministry. It is always blessed. Whenever we say, bless, bless, bless my ministry, bless my ministry, remember, it is an Ishmael. Bless my ministry. But, There is a genuine ministry waiting. That is not of Abraham. That is of God. It will come only when Abraham is absolutely weak. When he cannot help God anymore. When sight will not work Anymore. Then Isaac is born. We know Isaac is of God. But if Isaac has to thrive, there is something which you have to do. Which is very painful. You have to get rid of Ishmael. When Abraham heard it, he was very upset. That's my son. How can I let go of my ministry? God says, both won't happen together. Both one happened together. Either you can have my ministry in your life or you can have your ministry. So he has to let Ishmael go. Then only Isaac will reign. That is why we have to hear. We have to hear from God. Faith, faith, faith. What was started in faith must also be worked out in faith. And whenever sight has come in, we should be humble in faith to come back to God and repent and let go. All of us like Abraham will go into sight. But all of us like Abraham when we have gone into sight should learn to come back to the altar and put it right with God. It is not talking about walking perfect. ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣಗಾ making no mistakes oh talking about walking blameless. You made a mistake? Get back to God. Put it right. To start again. That's how you see Abraham. So Abraham's life is defined by altars at different places. Where you come back, altars at different places. You're coming back and consecrating yourself back. So it is impossible to please God without faith. So please remember who God is. Who God is. Anyone who comes to God must believe that he is. And one of those beautiful characteristics of who God is. I'll give you two portions, one from Romans and one from the book of Acts. We'll go to verse 11 actually, we'll just read verse 11. There is no partiality with God. That's awesome. It's very difficult for us to think like God. God doesn't look where you are from, what you are from, what you have studied, what nothing it doesn't look what your caste certificate is. <laughs> it doesn't look how much you have studied. It looks at only one thing. Do you believe? That's all looks. Do you believe? That's all it looks. Do you believe? Are you growing in your faith? Nothing else he does. So when Peter came and he saw the Holy Spirit fall upon the Gentiles he was shocked. And what was his response? In truth I perceive God shows no partiality. And in every nation whoever fears Him and works righteousness is accepted by Him. So you don't have to go to America for a Bible college degree. You will get it at Sompeta. Sompeta. Everywhere you will get God says any nation, any village. I am only looking. Do you believe? Is there obedience in your faith? That is who are him and Works, righteousness is the obedience that comes from faith. So it doesn't matter. If you look at the history of Israel. The first king was elected by the people. People chose a king. God said okay. You
2: picked
0: a king. New dantisko, okay, I will anoint him. No, 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 So some churches, I say, who is Sangalolo? The committee elects a pastor. Pastor with committee members, they God says, okay, they will enter Parvala. I will anoint him. No, no, Now it is depending upon how you will walk. I say, yippu. To him the promise is given. King Saul the promise is given. Samuel said to Saul you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God which he commanded you for now. The Lord would have established your kingdom forever. I the understood that part. if you had obeyed there will be no David. David no solomon solomon undadu no history of israel would have been different because you obey i will establish your house your background doesn't matter what is your background did you go to the royal academy uh, no. When you were picked, you were looking after donkeys. It doesn't matter. You were chosen. You were anointed. If you had obeyed, I would have established your house forever. You have not obey. So I picked another fellow. Now This fellow is not looking after donkeys, he is looking after sheep. To him also he says. Ah, ah, sorry. To him also he says. David, if you walk in your ways. I will establish a house forever. Next fellow is Solomon. To Solomon God says, if you had walked in my ways, I would have established a house forever. See, God is not a respecter of persons. Saul, Saul, David, Solomon, then, Solomon, then kingdom splits kingdom breaks sansrada <laughs> rajyam vibhajinchabadini rehabam rehabamu jerabam jerabamu rehabam is solomon's son Nara are rehabamu solomon yokkumarudu jerabam is not a son jeruba jerubamu solomon kumarudu kaadu he is an official in solomon's solomon yok dagaraadvara pradhana maina vyakti God comes to Jeroboam. Tells him the same promise. Listen to what God tells Jeroboam. First Kings chapter 11. I skipped one because we all know about David and Solomon. 1 Kings chapter 11, 37. Yeah, 11, 37.
1: Nano మద నను You see that? Comes to an official. God is angry with Solomon.
0: God is angry with Saul. Because they both disobeyed. God is not angry with David. David is the only king who obeyed. He sinned. But he always repented and walked in faith. So God will always use David as the example. And he had promised David. I will establish your throne forever. So that's why Jesus is called the son of David. One man's obedience. But all of eternity Jesus will be called the son of that man then god says if you do what is right i will also give you an enduring house Is god a respecter of persons keeper of donkeys shepherd Royal Prince Solomon. Official. Everybody God comes and says the same. Thing. I want one thing from you. The faith. Obedience that comes from faith. If you obey me and walk with me I will build your house. If God says if you obey me you walk in obedience I will build your ministry. I will build your church. You don't have to struggle to build your church. I will build your church. You will have an end Enduring house. You will have an enduring house. have an enduring house. You have an enduring house. You have an enduring a You have an enduring house. You have an a house. You have an enduring house. You have an You solomon is king
1: solomonu he is alive ah, sorry he is alive and he is very powerful can you imagine what does verse 40 say yeah. oh, man. Solomon
0: tries to kill him. Solomon tries to kill him. Like Saul tried to kill David. But the question (laughs) is this. If you have a promise over your life, can you be killed? Saul so, can't kill David Solomon can't kill Jarobah see if God has spoken to us over us and given us a promise we cannot be destroyed we can only destroy ourselves we are only destroyed by our own disobedience. Saul was destroyed by his disobedience. Solomon's kingdom was broken into two by his disobedience. Jeroboam, same thing will happen. You see, this is our struggle. God will work it all out. If God has spoken to us, we receive it by faith. We have to work it out by faith. Who is the one who spoke? God who spoke. Jeroboam doesn't have to do anything. You just have to wait for God to move. Solomon tries to kill him. He goes to Egypt. Solomon dies. He comes back. Rahoboam is a king. Rahoboam is a hot-headed young man. He won't listen to counsel. See, God has already seen the end from tomorrow End from the beginning. Ah, he has seen it at the aramba. We are going into November. He already seen November. We are chusad. going into December. December he is already seen December. Adhi, December we will chusad. go into 2018. 2018 he has no already apu. seen it. Adhi, and by faith we acknowledge and walk knowing God. You have seen it. My job is not to worry about 2018. My job is to see I obey now. My job is to see I obey now. Each day I just have to keep on my eyes on Jesus walk in obedience he will take care of what he has promised He God is sovereign and he has purpose everything and he is in control of everything in first kings chapter 11 if you read 9 to 11, why will God do this? God will do this because God was angry with Solomon. Why was he angry with Solomon? Because his heart had turned away from the God of Israel who had appeared to him twice. Remember. Lord, why are you doing this? Remember, God is in control. For everything he does, he has got a reason. The wise in our life is decided by God. Why am I doing this? Why will he do this? This is the reason. What will he do? In verse 12. I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servants. What will he do? Why will God do? Because you turned your heart from God. What will he do? He will take your kingdom and give it to his Sovereign. And verse 12. When will I do it? Not in your time. I will do it after your death. When you read scripture carefully, you will see God is sovereign. He knows why He is doing. What he will doing and when he will do it. And in verse 13, however, I will not tear away the whole kingdom. I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem. I will give one tribe here and ten to this side so in anything that happens God says I will tell you why I did it and, and I, I will tell you God. what I did I have decided when I will do it and I have decided how I will do it so the kingdom will be divided by God into two ten northern listing with uh, Israel And Benjamin will join with Judah. So 10 and 2 the kingdom will be separated. It's all ordained by God. Why? He will repeat it again in verse 33. Verse 33. Because they have forsaken me. Because they have forsaken me. They have forsaken me. When does God move? When we forsake him our primary purpose is to trust God to hear from Him and wait on Him and walk in obedience. God is sovereign. What is begun by faith can be finished only by faith. It doesn't matter what Solomon tries to do. What Rehoboam tries to do Nothing is going to change. Because God has already decided. So the smart man will not try to change situations and circumstances. The smart man will try to God and find from him, what do you want me to do? If you have trouble in your church. If you have trouble in your home. If you have trouble in your life. Don't try to change your circumstances. You will only make it worse. What you need to do is go to God and hear from Lord. What do you want me to do? Because change begins with. Us not not with others. And what is the purpose behind all of this? He, he says in verse
1: thirty nine. He says in verse thirty-nine, I will afflict. I will afflict. Have you noticed?
0: All the nations of the world. God left them alone. You fight among yourselves. Ni Israel is my son. I With Israel, I will always intervene. The same way. Now the world has been divided. Those who believe. Those who don't believe. Those who are children. And those who are not children. God
2: says if you are my
0: children. Turn away from me. I will discipline you. I will discipline you. So many Christians are going through the disciplining hand of their
1: father aneka in hebrews 12 verse 5 and 6 hebrews 6 prabhu verse 6 Every son he receives his scourges. What
0: is
1: the purpose of
0: punishment? What is the purpose of punishment? To change behavior. There is a difference. When the police punishes somebody <laughs> When the father punishes somebody. When the father punishes. It's because he wants you to change your behavior. God says everyone I accept as a son. I will rebuke, I will chasten, I will discipline, I will scourge. In Revelation 3, through the last church, the most lukewarm church, you could be the most lukewarm believer sitting over here, looking at the telephone in the middle of the message. You could be the most lukewarm believer. To you also, God says, I will rebuke you and chasten you. you. He says to you also God says, I will. I love you, therefore I will chasten you and I will rebuke you. So God will always intervene in the lives of Israel. And God will always intervene in our lives. So when God intervenes, we have two choices. Two choices. God says the choice is given in Isaiah chapter 1, 19 and 20. If you are willing and obedient, I will restore you. I will restore you. You will eat the good of the land. But if you refuse my discipline and rebel, you shall be devout. David was willing and obedient. So he ate the good good of the land. So about David alone it is written, David fulfilled God's purpose in his generation and rested with his servants. Saul rebelled and he was devoured. Solomon, Solomon rebelled. So his children were devoured. Jeroboam rebelled. His whole house So we have two choices. Be willing. Turn in obedience. Or refuse. And rebel. That is what God is saying. See we all see this. Our future is also given. Read the book of Revelation. We see our end those who are willing and more obedient going into one side those who are refusing and rebelling going to another side God disciplines Those he loves. D.L. Moody, the great uh, British servant of, uh, sorry, American servant of God. He told when he was a young boy. His mother used to discipline him. He should tell him, go get a, cut a stick and come. Wow. He said, "I learned a lesson when I grew old from that." He said, "If he tried to, when he stood far away from his mother." tried when he stood really when he tried going close, it didn't hurt so much so he said one thing i learned when god disciplines don't run away from him run towards him that's david every time he's given a choice He'll say i will fall into the hands of god you will see god will stop his hand because he's a father. He's a father. And that's what God is telling us. So we will see everything will take place. God has already spoken to Jeroboam. Solomon can't do anything. Doesn't matter what Rahob does, he will end up with ten kingdoms, ten tribes. We, I, I'm, I'm believing you know the story. The people come to Rehaba and they tell your father taxed us so much. Please reduce the tax so that we will serve you. He said, Go, come after three days, I will give you my answer. He called the older people. He asked them, what should we do? Who had served his father? What should we do? They said, reduce the burden. they will willingly serve you. He sent them. Then he called his young friends, his group. He asked them, what should I do? They all must have rolled their sleeves. He told, you tell them, my little finger is bigger than the waist of my father. You think my father taxed you. You have no idea what is coming from me. Three days later, the people came. And he chose the opinion of the young ones. You know what the people said? No more David's house, we are all going back. Ten tribes walked away. And they chose Jeroboam as their leader and king. Did they have, did Jeroboam have to do anything? Did you see how God was in control of everything? As soon as Jeroboam becomes king, Rehoboam calls his army. 180,000 warriors come. They are soldiers of Solomon. Now if they fight. It will be a battle. Many will die. Just Jeroboam has to fight for his position. If God has promised something into you. Do you have to fight for it? do fight in If God has promised. Don't fight in your churches. Those who fight, fight because they have no promise. If you have received something from God, God, God will make it come to pass. The soldiers have risen. God intervenes. You know what happens there? One prophet. Listen to what happens. The word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, you shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren and the children of Israel. Let every man return to his house, for this thing is from me. Therefore they obeyed the word of the Lord and turned back according to the word of
1: the Lord. <inaudible> Did you see? God directly intervenes. राजने ना रहा पापुंतों नो यूदा
0: वारंदर there is no bloodshed. Jeroboam is king. Why? Because God spoke he is the author of our faith he is also the finisher of our faith and he has promised him something what is the promise? if you walk in my ways you obey my commands I will build you an enduring house who will build? God will build Who will build your church? God will build our church. We don't have to struggle to build our church. We have to struggle to obey Him. You go back home and read Acts chapter 2 and the book of Acts you will see the apostles obeyed God and God added numbers. God added. When God adds, you will have peace. When we add all the unwanted ones will come. Better let them come through God's hands. Those are very good hands. Because the hand that adds also disciplines when he adds. Jeroboam doesn't have to do anything. Just seek the Lord. Keep these commandments. God would have built an enduring house for him. We wish it. Ended like that. It doesn't end like that. That's our problem. When When we had five people in the church. Six people in the church. Ten people in the church. We sought the Lord. We obeyed his word. Then we had hundred. We had five hundred. We built our church. Now we are not seeking the Lord. Now we are trying to hold the people from leaving. That's what happens. We forgot it is God who started. God is the one who started. He also must be the one who keeps. What has been received by faith has to be kept by faith viswasamuto you look how it changes
1: in first kings 12 verses 26 and 27 madhi yeah. Yeah. Ah Thought in his heart. That's
0: where, where it, it all begins. begins. That's where it all begins. No, thought comes. One thought. I have ten tribes. I have ten tribes. My nation of Israel. Judah has only two. Problem. Jerusalem is in Judah. And the people all have to go three times, four times a year to Jerusalem. And if they go. Slowly Rehoboam might take them that is how it begins that is how it begins I told my church as an example how we do things Vijay I didn't see you on Thursday Thursday you oh. Akshay I didn't see you on Thursday Thursday was where were you uh, I went to Baptist church for Bible study. Oh, Bible study ki Baptist church where were you? I went to Baptist church for Bible study. Bible study ki Baptist Peter, church Peter, where were you? I went to Baptist church for Bible study. Samuel, Samuel? where were you? I, I, okay? I went to Baptist church for Bible study. Baptist church has Bible study on Thursday. Oh, Thursday Baptist Bible study if they continue going there every Thursday, they will leave me. So Sunday I announced. We are starting a new Bible study in our church on Thursday. Many programs in the church are started not to help the people but yes. to keep the people. Because we haven't believed। The God who gave is also able to keep what he gave. That's what John says. They left us because they were not of us. If God was the one who added. Then God Raja is the one who will keep them. All we have to do is to seek him and obey him. I don't have to put fences around my people because God will keep them. This is where we go wrong. And you know the first
1: thing he will do? Words 28 onwards. Yes. 28 to 30. Israel Dana First thing he does, He tinkers
0: with worship that is what we need to realize the first compromise happens with worship the most important part of our life is worship heart of a believer's life is worship if you read Hebrews 11 Hebrews 11 in uh, Abel, Abel, Enoch, Enoch, Enoch Noah, Noah, Abraham, Abraham. First four. It begins with Abel. Because Abel worships. Unless I have worship, I cannot walk with God. My worship will determine my walk. What is the heart of worship? the heart of worship? Heart of worship is not lifting hands and singing songs. The heart of worship is surrender. Surrender to the will of God. That's why Jesus says, A time will come, A time has come, True worshippers will arise. Who will worship God, In spirit, And truth. In truth. You know what Jesus said? When he prayed, Father sanctify them by your truth. Your word is the truth. Every time you and I hear the word of God, that's what Jesus said, don't get offended by the word. You can struggle with the word. You can you agonize can't. over the word. But if you are offended by the word, you have to be, be careful. careful because even the John the Baptist was offended by the word even disciples were offended by the word because it begins with worship and worship is surrendered to the revealed will of God and Jesus said true worshippers will arise as they worship. The worship in spirit and in the truth the more you and I hear the the word. and we surrender before the word we repent we keep changing we keep obeying worship is arising only those who worship are able to walk with God worship we make it into songs that is not worship that is a physical symbol of a small part of our life but the heart of worship is surrender. So two brothers are standing before God. In one heart there is surrender. Surrender to the will of God. What they had heard in the Garden of Eden, God had killed two animals, offered them as a sacrifice, wrapped their parents in skin and sent them out. Both the children had heard about it. Only one surrender to it. The so scripture says, by faith. Vishwasam dhwara. Vishwasam dhwara. Faith is a surrender to the voice of God. Surrender. That's where it begins. Where there is no surrender, there can be no walk. We are not able to walk with God because we are God. not able to surrender. What does MOS say in MOS 3-3? By now you should know MOS 3-3. What does it say? Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Can they walk? Can two walk? should God agree with me or I agree with God when I agree with God what does it mean it means I surrender this is the matter this is your opinion this is my opinion but your opinion is law for me I surrender I surrender and God if you walk in surrender keeps on showing us more and more things. Why? Because he is interested in a walk with us. Why are husbands and wives not able to walk? Because they cannot agree. Why are people not able to walk together? Because they cannot agree. So we all have to come to one thing we can agree. That is God. God is not a man that he should lie. God does not lie. God is not partial. God does not change. God is the same yesterday, today, forever. And I have exalted my word above all my name. Scripture cannot be broken. Heaven and earth will pass away. Not a dot will go from my word. So we all agree on this, we can walk together. We can agree. How did denominations arise? Sorry, How did denominations arise? I can agree, agree, but this thing I don't agree. I believe in sprinkling. I don't believe in sprinkling, I believe in immersion. Okay, fine. You have, Jesus says I bring division. He says I do. I bring division. Okay. And then baptism. Baptism. there's only one baptism i say okay baptism i don't believe in the baptism of the holy spirit as a second experience oh rendu anubhavanga parishuddhatmika baptisani nenu nammutalle nenu ah but in hebrew 6 How the writer of hebrew says the doctrine of baptisms today baptisam yokka siddhantamu sorry baptisamumlo yokka siddhantamu ah so there are many baptisms. <laughs> baptism of John. Johannu when Paul went this. Paul asked. Whose baptism did you receive? <laughs> oh, where is he <laughs> received the baptism of John? He said, no, you <laughs> have to get baptized in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus told his disciples. <laughs> who had been baptized who had been baptized you wait in jerusalem until you receive the next baptism the sons of zebedee their mother came and knelt before jesus why want one son to sit here one son to sit here jesus asked them can you receive my baptism do you know what my baptism is going to be soon? So, people divide over that. Understand. Truth divides. But why do you divide? Not to fight among each other. The reason of division should be this. That you want to walk with God. So there is one man, by the time he finishes walking, he's walking alone with God. The so scripture says Enoch, seventh from Adam, walked alone with God. And he was no more. What separated him from any Everybody else. The revealed truth of God. Because the walk demands separation. You wanna get married? What's the first thing God says? For this purpose man shall leave. And be separated to his wife. So separation God will demand it. And we should be willing because we want to walk with him. The closer you walk with him. The more you will hear from him. So here is Enoch walking with God. What does Jude say? Enoch seventh from Adam prophesied about Jesus second coming not first coming while the prophets in the Old Testament can't figure out the first coming this man has heard about the second coming and the end of age what a surprise he had to pay Walk alone with God. It cost him his walk with everybody else. So remember it is determined by worship. It begins with worship. And the core of worship is surrender. Manif- manifestation can be song and lifting and all that is irrelevant if there is no surrender in the heart if truth comes how do we deal with truth do we surrender before truth David was a worshipper not because he wrote songs not because he sang songs not because he danced he was a worshipper because his prayer was search for me inside me because you look for truth in the inward path. That's what God is looking And we have our struggle with truth. We struggle with truth. Like I, I tell my church, nobody can live without truth. Nobody sorry. Lekunda. Cannot live. If we don't receive God's truth, we will create our own truth. We cannot. We cannot live without truth. I don't know Jesus. Sorry. I don't know Jesus i don't know jesus i don't know the living god but i know something one day i will die i have to live with it how do i live with it if i do, do good i will be born again as a better person because Death is a reality. And every man struggles with death. And if you are not willing to accept the truth of God, then we will create our own truth to handle death. So religion is all man's attempts to deal with the truth about death. So religion is all man's attempts to deal with the truth about death. The same way we all have to handle our situation. Thirty-eight years a man is sitting by the pool of Betshayda. Do you want to get well? Somebody always gets before me. That's not the question what was asked. You know, we don't want to handle the truth. We have to always blame somebody else. God is coming to set us free. When the Holy Spirit comes, He will lead you to the truth. The truth will set us free. If you receive the truth, obey obey the truth, we are free. But we will not. So we create. Did you eat the fruit which I told you? Simple answer. Yes Lord. Over. I no. The woman you gave, gave it to me. Because we are not willing to accept the truth. Did you eat? The serpent. Deceived me. You know why we we can't be set free? Because we have an issue with truth. When God is coming and asking us a question, He's not asking us a question because He doesn't know the answer. he doesn't know the answer. He knows the answer. But he wants to know whether we will accept the answer. If we receive, okay, so we obey Manam God, God said, I have restore. You look at David. What did that man do? Was he restored? Always restored? Because he said, I am the problem. I am the problem. He read Psalm 51. Does he mention Bechshaba? Does he mention anybody? He only mentioned him and God. He blames his Tana heart, and he doesn't blame anybody. God said, I will restore you. This is our issue. And then what we do? We tinker with worship. You tinker with worship. worship can arise only where there is truth if there is no truth you can have the best worship leader most anointed worship leader most anointed singers oh it is no makes no difference because you are bound inside by lies But if you are free inside, you don't need anybody. Read the book of Revelation. You don't have to turn there. I was in the island of Patmos. On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit. Worshiping. Why? Read the epistles of John. What is the core of his epistle? truth. I am so happy that you are in the truth you are walking in the truth in the truth walking in the truth such a man or a woman doesn't need anybody to help him to worship worship automatically arises because you were created to worship God Most rest are all aids the music is good Praise God. The songs are good. Praise God. But our worship is not dependent on anything of this. Our worship is dependent upon only one thing. That is truth. And the question is we should tell Lord. Give me the strength to handle truth. first thing Jeroboam does. Jeroboam does. He thinks in his mind. People are all going to. Jeroboam, will draw them away. But who gave you the people? Who stopped the war? Who made you king? Said it God. And what did God tell about the temple in Jerusalem? This is my place. I put my name on it. Can you change that? Let them go. They will come back. God who has made you king, he is the one who can keep you high. Don't tinker with worship. But you know what he does? This is his territory. Idi One extreme Bethel. Border. One border Bethel. Another border dan. Inko border And he made two golden calves. Put them at the border. If you are here,
2: near
0: Bethel, don't go to Jerusalem. Come here. If you are here, you also don't have to go to Jerusalem. You can go to Dan. I'll make it convenient for you. The city is full of convenient Christians. Did you go to church i went where did you go this church why did you go there, you go there? because it's very near my house Anybody preach there? And ten minutes. So why do you go there? Do they teach you the word? Do they expose the word? So why do you go there? Because it's very near. Convenience. Then convenience. That's what he did. We can compromise worship over there. But we cannot compromise worship. We have to look, look back and bring tradition. Tradition. Not patadam, patadam. So we have our Catholic tradition, Baptist tradition, Wesley tradition, Lutheran tradition. Pentecostals have many traditions. Traditions. And the biggest block in Jesus' ministry was the tradition. So he makes this two. He rendered You know what he says? I name one of those, Fam right? Verse 30. No, no, next before that, before that. There is something interesting that he says. Very interesting. Got it? Here, O Israel. Yes. Which one? Twenty-eight. Please read twenty-eight in Telugu.
1: Alochena jesi Rendu Bangarapudala Chenchi, General Napilichi, Ersile Boda, Miku Bahukasamo. War uh-huh. War uh-huh. War.
2: Who
1: said this before Where did
0: you get this tradition from From Aaron Ah, High Priest I am following the High Priest tradition Remember when Moses went up the mountain? When the man who brought the law, the word of God disappeared from the sight, down here the priest made another car. Whenever the word of God disappears, the first thing affected his worship. Hear a God, hear O Israel. These are the gods that brought you out of Egypt. This is exactly what they say. What Aaron said. We can't start something. We need to have a tradition. And Jesus said, Woe on your tradition. Whenever he said, Whenever ne, he said something, they will talk about Abraham. Abraham. So finally looked up and said, even before Abraham, I am. What are you talking about Abraham? Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Will we lift this above everything? Because God has lifted this above everything. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in the heaven. First thing he tinkers he is with worship and he will go back to tradition to justify his worship jesus says there is only one worship that is acceptable that is not Baptist worship. That is not Catholic worship. Not Lutheran worship. Lutheran worship. Not even Pentecostal, Pentecostal worship. It is the worship that is in spirit and in truth. When the Holy Spirit comes, He will lead you to the truth. If you receive the truth, you will be set free. He will automatically worship. There is no other worship in the bible acceptable second thing he did verse
1: 31 31 Two things. You will always
0: see when people do not know really God, then their temple, their worship place should be in a high place. Look at their church. Look at their temple. Jesus said, new covenant is all spirit and truth two of you gather in my name, there is no building, there is no roof, you are under a tree, I will be in your midst. It is no longer restricted to places, but the flesh will need high places. So you will see it in India, especially if you go to Kerala. But Kerala because there are powerful Hindus, powerful Muslims, powerful Christians. And so you will see there in Kerala. Church steeple is 40 meters. And then the mosque will come up with a higher this one. And then the temple will go up higher. Temples so the mosque's loudspeaker is very loud. And then from here, the, from the temple, the loudspeaker is even more loud. What will the, uh, the church do? Their bell, if you ring, it will hear 10 kilometers away. And here is the Nazarene looking for faith. Is Does anybody believe in me? Can I find anybody who looks for me here? High places. We don't need high places. We need holy places. A place where He can come. A place where He is welcome. A place where He is comfortable. The second thing. He made priests from every class of people who were not the sons of Levi. When did Levi become priest? How did Levi become priest? When call, God called Israel, did everybody supposed to be priest, but when Moses came down the mountain, they were drinking and dancing and doing abominable things. What did Moses say? Whoever is on the side of the Lord come to you. That day a separation took us. Twelve tribes. One tribe moved towards Moses. He said, strap your sword. Go. Kill. Three thousand died. He said maybe father, mother, uncle, aunt, doesn't matter, kill, because they have made, mocked the name of God. You know God that said that day? Today. today. You shall be my priest. What does Levitical priesthood mean? You know what Jesus said? If you do not love your father, if you love your father, your mother your wife your children anybody more than me you cannot be my <laughs> <disciples>. <laughs> You know what God says? You want to be a royal priesthood? You need to have that separation and consecration in your heart. Then it doesn't matter whether you are qualified or not. One qualification God demands. I am separated from everybody unto you Because those kind of priests will not not compromise worship. Those kind of pastors will not compromise the word of God. But what did he do? Anybody. See? See? this is where we need to understand where do we stand if we are one of those this is the time to go back to God today and say Lord I started I went wrong I am coming back to the heart of worship I will not compromise on worship anymore I will not compromise on your truth anymore that's how reformation began. And that's how every age reformation begins. One man stands up somewhere and says, so, I lift your word above everything. I am willing to pay the price. They may not kill you today. But they will destroy your ministry. They will slander you. They will call you name. They will tell you everything. But it does not matter. Because God will stand with you. They will stand with you. They will stand with you. They will stand with you. But God That's what Paul said. He said, my He said, my end has come my end has come no no my end has come Paul said, in his letter to timothy all of asia has abandoned me every church of mine has left me there's one look there's one on there's nobody i'm lying in jail my end is here when i was taken to the court nobody came but he said the Lord himself stood by me if you look at his end of his ministry you will cry this man who established all these churches everybody abandoned him all the churches left him but God never left him Why? because he refused to compromise on the word of God All the churches are gone. The word of God stands. And the word of God stands through his servant Paul. New covenant doctrine is established by God through Paul. New covenant doctrine is established by God through Paul. When he died, his churches might have abandoned him. But for 2000 years, every church was established on the doctrines God spoke to 500 years ago, a Catholic priest, sitting with the Word, read Romans 1.17, the righteous shall live by faith, a righteousness that comes from faith and oh, faith alone. Oh, God spoke to him through one words written by Paul. And we are all sitting here today because of that. God is looking for priests who are Devu, consecrated in their hearts. We have no denominations. We have only the word. The word divides. The word unites. The First divides. Then it unites. When you hear the word, will you obey or will you disobey? Paul will write to the letter in Corinthians. When Jesus arose from the dead. He appeared to everybody. He appeared to over 500 disciples. To everybody he had one word. Do not depart Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem. And he will receive the promise of the Father. One word. One word. But you know what happened? On the day of Pentecost only 120 obey 120 mandi 120, obey. 120 obey. Obey. The rest did not obey. One word. The rest didn't obey. So the spirit bypassed them. Yet we know. Two of them were going to emow And Jesus was walking with them. They could not recognize him. They were downcast. And Jesus asked, What are you talking about? You don't know what happened? They said, Jesus of Nazareth, God anointed him, he did all this, he died. So the people say he's risen again. The women say he's risen again. Jesus looked at them. Jesus must be thinking. You know scripture. What has happened is according to scripture. they is still not able to believe. He explained to them. Isn't this what should have happened? And they reached the little town. And he were about to pass by. And he called them in. They said come. They sat down to eat. And while they were eating. Scripture records something. He took the bread. He blessed it. He broke it. And He gave it. And scripture says, when He broke the brain, their eyes
2: were
0: opened. You read through Scripture anywhere in
2: scripture the order
0: is always the same at the feeding of the five thousand he took the bread he blessed the bread he broke the bread and he gave the bread consistently it is the same Paul will say what I received from you I pass on to you the Lord on the day he took the bread he blessed blessed the bread, he broke the bread and he gave the bread and everywhere the order doesn't change and scripture says when he broke the bread read when he broke the bread. Yes, their eyes were open. And they recognized. Do you know what God is telling? There was a man called Abraham. God took him out of the hour of the challenge. He blessed Abraham. Then he broke him. When he was broken. His eyes were open. Then he said Jehovah Jireh. Unless you are broken in the hands of God. You will never recognize him. We are fighting being broken by God. But it is in the breaking that we recognize who He is. Some are being taken. Some are in the process of being blessed. But that's not what God is looking for. Will you be broken? If you are broken, then I can pass it on to you. Then multitudes will eat. And they will be satisfied. they will be blessed. Oh, oh brethren, look in the Bible. Which man has been a blessing to a multitude? Every man, only when he was broken, he became a multitude. Children, Moses was a prince he was taken by God he was blessed by God he was broken in the wilderness then he sent him to Egypt and the multitude were blessed and brought up. David was a man he was taken he was blessed with the Holy Spirit he was broken in the wilderness then God gave him to Israel and Israel was satisfied there is no other pattern in God's word don't fight being broken by God because God uses only broken people God uses only broken people but remember when the bread was taken when the bread was blessed when the bread was being blessed broken it was never left his hands so whether you are being taken Whether you are being blessed, whether you are being broken, you are in his hands. Don't be afraid. Once you are broken, he releases you into the world. Then you become a blessing. then you become a blessing. Don't fight the working of God in your life. That's what he's trying with everybody. He took a a man called Jacob. He blessed him. And he broke him in Laban's house. And on the road coming back at Peniel, he broke him. He him Israel. Gave him to us. He took a man called Joseph. He took him out of the pit. He blessed him in Potiphar's house. He broke him in the prison. He made him governor of Egypt. And he blessed the nations. In no other format. Go back home and and read the portion. in look chapter 24. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him. And he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked to us? And while he opened the scriptures to us, they go back. They were going away from Jerusalem. But when their eyes were opened, they go straight back to Jerusalem, to the apostles. What? Yeah, come, further
1: down. come further down, Read verse thirty five. When
0: they go back and report to the apostles in Jerusalem, what do they
1: say in verse thirty five? They told them what happened to them. That he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. You
0: go through scripture. Order never changes. He takes. Blesses. He breaks. And he gives. I don't know where you are. Where you are. I don't know which part you are in. But don't fight breaking. There are a lot of people God tries to break. Two women. Same situation. Both lost their husbands. Both have no children. Circumstances are the same. One doesn't get broken. One doesn't get broken. Her name is Naomi. Instead of becoming broken, she becomes hard. She becomes bitter. The other one is Ruth. She is broken. God is able to use her. Circumstances doesn't break us. We have to allow ourselves to be broken by God. Two people can go through the same circumstances. One come out broken and used by God. And the other come out and be blessed. (laughs) Just remember, this is scripture. This is scripture. Come back to the heart of scripture. And we try to create our own ministries. Our own ministries. Which is called Ishmael. Let our ministry be of Christ. Christ is called Isaac. Isaac was born when Abraham was broken. Ishmael was born when Abraham was strong. Two different ends. So brokenness before God. It's an awesome thing. That's why God loved david four kings same promise i will build an enduring house for you saul Didn't I'll build an enduring house for you. Solomon, I'll build an enduring house for you. Did not obey. Jeroboam, I'll build an enduring house for you. One man obeyed. You go and read the New Testament. Both Joseph and Mary are traced to David. Is always called the son of David. That's the promise he gave David because he believed and obeyed. His His building an enduring house for David. Solomon has, no house. Solomon has no house. Saul has no house. Jeroboam has no house. This is David's house. This is David's house. The house that God is building. The house the church is the house God is building. Because David was obedient. One man's obedience can change history. One man's obedience can your obedience, my obedience can change the history of this world. That's what God is calling us. So this afternoon, as we close, this is my cry. This, this, this is, is the reason we keep on meeting. I'm back to the word. Come back to, to the word God, if God has given you a promise. He will bring it to pass We don't have to fight for it. our job is to struggle to enter into his rest. Be still and know that I am God. do Don't let thoughts enter which contradicts God's promise. Jeroboam Thought in his mind. That's where it comes. Thoughts will come. Evaluate every thought with the word of God. The word does God. not tally with the word of God. Pull it down. Throw it away. But do you know what scripture says? Solomon rejected the law of God. You know what the word of God says? If I'm right in Chronicles 12:1, it says when Rehoboam became strong he turned away from from the law of God. You know what it says about In spite of God's signs, he put the law of God behind him. Come back. To the word of God. Come back. God can build an enduring house for Him through us. Don't have to fight. We have to fight to obey Him, not to fight to receive anything. Faith that leads to obedience. More and more obedience. That is the key. Worship. Don't tinker with worship. Because if you don't worship, you cannot walk. If you cannot walk, you cannot work. If you cannot work, you cannot live. And the righteous shall live by faith. Living has three components. Worship, walk, work, worship god walk with god work for god abel worshiped god you abel worshiped god you know, walked with god Noah worked for god abraham lived for god he was the father of believers in what god is teaching us today This is what God is teaching us. Do we believe? We are closing in two minutes. Yesterday, this morning, the first thing I said is this. Lord, you ordained this day. We have been coming together. And it has been raining every day. And I pray, Lord, from the time we begin, they were till <tell> we end. Let this rains be stopped. Oh, this is about you. This, this is about you. This is not about me. This is about you. I believed. And I believe not a drop has come till <tell> now. But that was not what the weather report said. Yesterday the weather report said 12 o'clock 60% rain, 1 o'clock 80% rain. Do you go by the weather report or do you go by the God of the weather? Believe. We believe. I'm not saying he does it all the time. Sure, नहीं अन्य समय में लो ऐसा We should be willing to come even in the rain. ऐसे वर्षों पड़ी ना कहानी रात आने Amen. Amen. Shall we stand? Shall we pray? Hold on to the word. Don't depart to the left or to the right. Because He said His words are life. Shall we pray? Father, we just come to you. We just bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Who are we, O Lord, that you are mindful of us? Who are we, O Lord, that we are even worthy to speak your holy words? Who are we, O Lord? You such, you such weak, foolish things to bring your word out. Word that was spoken through angels. The word that was spoken by your own son. Who are we, O God? That you entrusted us with your word. I pray you would teach us to be faithful to your word teach us the Lord to be faithful to your word not to depart to the right or to the left and when we err to humble ourselves and come back to the word because life is in the word your word is life. Your word is spirit. Your word is truth. commit all the dear brothers here, O And the sisters and the children pray Lord your hand would be upon them and I pray you would meet them at their point of need you ask them the do you believe I can do this many are struggling with sickness weakness in their body lack of money problem in the families oh father help us to believe you can do this that you are able to do this a God God who restores a God who heals a God who delivers a God who sets captives free and I pray Father will move in the lives of your servants and bless them and strengthen them Lord And through their churches, Christ would be lifted up. Christ would be glorified. you will keep on adding people into that kingdom. Bless us and keep us. Keep us Lord. Close to you. Keep us close to you. Lord. And as we go through that breaking, help us not to fight you. Help us to surrender ourselves daily into that hands. That loving hands. They were That nail pierced hands. Help us to surrender into that hands. Thank you, Father. We just bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. For in Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with each one of us. Amen. Amen.